push through and punch through a vision with passion, a vision with passion. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Purpose by Design. We are so glad you are here. You have a purpose by design and not by default. Today, my amazing guest, a good friend and somebody in the coaching world that I look up to and, and get a lot out of her. I am so excited to have Kim Lovings here today. Kim, hello and welcome again. Kim is Hello, Pamela. <laughs> on the Pamela show, we had to re-record this show. <laughs> so well, we get to do several right. rounds. Yes, yeah. it's wonderful. Thank you for having me. Well, tell us all, who is Kim? We want to know who you are. <laughs> well, I always say right at the start that I was born in Johannesburg. I come from South Africa. That's my accent. So for those who are not familiar with the South African accent, I like to say I am speaking understandable English. You just have to listen to the words and not how I say them. <laughs> um, but I grew up in South Africa and I have lived in the USA now for gee, coming up to 30 years nearly. Um, we immigrated in 1993 and uh, we lived in California at first and then moved to Colorado Springs. But, you know, what I'm all about is helping people rethink themselves, but also working with leaders and teams to create healthy organizations and rethinking is part of that process, too. So. I actually have two businesses. I um, Rethink You is my personal development business, and I'll tell you more about that. And then KimLevings.com is the home of Kim Levings Training Services, and that's for my corporate work. I work with leadership teams and corporations, and um, that's, that's my work. I'm the youngest of three girls. I'm a mother and a grandmother and uh, live in Colorado Springs. And what's the temperature like in Colorado Springs on June 1st? <laughs> June 1st, I'm not sure what the temperature is, but I do know that we had a rainy, cold weekend. And I thought this morning how mean it was that it was Memorial Day and so many people had plans and Colorado was just miserable. It poured with rain. It was cold. It didn't get much above 45 degrees all weekend. And this morning, of course, when everyone goes back to work, it's a gorgeous sunny day and probably be in the mid-60s. <laughs> hmm. Delayed gratification there, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Kim, I'm so glad to have you here. I have a question for you, just kind of a fun opener. If you had a billboard and you could have anything written on it that you wanted, what would you have your billboard say? Huh. Uh, I would say your life, your choice. Your life, your choice. Because everything now, that, in life is about choices. I was just going to ask you to expound on that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that people often don't realize that everything in life is a choice. And at every moment of your life, as David Emerald likes to say, the author of um, The Empowerment Dynamic, he likes to say that you are always at choice. You don't choose the circumstances, but you choose how you respond to them. So mm. I jokingly said to a girlfriend recently that COVID-19, you know, everyone complained about how much weight we gained. And I said, COVID was the circumstance. This, meaning the weight gain, was a choice. It's true. 
That's true. <laughs> and yes, I hear so many people saying that, you know, oh, my COVID tummy or whatever. Right. <laughs> COVID hit and what we did within the realm of that, that was a choice every day. I yes. love that. So yes. your billboard will say your life. My life, your choice. Love that, Kim. And that puts the responsibility and accountability back on us, doesn't it? Completely mm -hmm. back on yes. us. Yes. You had you mentioned rethink you. And I love that name just in, in, in essence of it. I mean, that could be the title of anything from a book to a movie to a coaching program to a class. Rethink <laughs> you. How did you tell us about the journey of Rethink You? Well, it's interesting because Rethink You is what it's called now, but it's a journey that started a long time ago. Um, you know, I, I mentioned I grew up in South Africa, a very happy childhood. But when I was 18, my parents got divorced after 25 years of marriage. And at the time, I didn't realize what was going on. I now know that it was a very traumatic experience that really incurred a lot of uh, grief for me. But I didn't deal with it real well. And I ended up going down the path of depression, bad life choices, bad behavior. And ultimately, one and then later, second suicide attempt. Mm -hmm. And when I woke up after that second time and I realized that God had saved me and he obviously wasn't done with me yet, he planted a vision in my heart and said, there's much more to life. There is a better way to live. So I set out to figure out how to live in a better way. And it took me several years, but I also recognized that you know, as we know, God doesn't make mistakes. And there was a reason I was in the training and coaching field. I had this natural bent for developing people. And that was my corporate life. My corporate life and my career were always on a great track. My personal life, on the other hand, was a mess because I wasn't dealing with this depression. I was just trying to resolve it by bad life choices and constantly trying to soothe the pain that was actually an emotional wound that wasn't getting healed. So, but after the suicide attempt, I realized, you know, there is something else to life. And I started down a path and, okay, I subsequently got pregnant. I was not married out of wedlock, well, a child out of wedlock, as they said in those days. And a pastor that was a friend of the family, he said to me when I went to see him, I was devastated because obviously in, back in the 80s, it wasn't well accepted to be an unmarried mother. And not that it's ever a good thing, but it was just really thought bad in those days. And I remember he said to me, you know, he said, you try to take your own life and God gave you one in return. He said, I think that is evidence of grace. I came face to face with grace and that also changed the trajectory of my life and I pursued this and during that time I got married and we emigrated and right before we emigrated I started working on a program called The Third Alternative because in those days I was focusing mainly on women but in those days too there was still the argument about whether it was better to be a stay-at-home mom or a career woman and you know they would blame and complain about each other. You know, they would have this shame culture that, you know, if you went to work, you were a terrible mother. And if you stayed at home, you were stupid. All of these wars. And I said, you know, the third alternative is to live the life that you were designed to live. 
So that was the first title of my programs um, back in the 90s. And when we got to America, uh, we didn't have green cards. My father-in-law passed away. That's a whole different story. And I volunteered at a church, but at the same time, I started developing this program. And I ran retreats for women, and I started my own consulting. I continued to do that for many years, but clients had this annoying habit of hiring me. So when I worked with clients and I did leadership coaching and development and, and other work, they would hire me on. And in the one case, the company hired me on, and I ended up being there for 14 years, during which... Um, well, that was right after my divorce, and I, we, it was that company that relocated to Colorado Springs. But back in 2014 or 20, no, I like 2013, um, it was just then that this job kind of fell apart, and I realized I had put everything I had into that job for 14 years. I had given it everything I had, and yet suddenly they were done with me. You know, it was the end of that chapter, and I thought, what on earth am I going to do? I have to take this back. I have to get my vision back. And at that point, on a trip to Mexico at 4 a.m. in the morning, as I sat on the patio of my um, unit I was in, I came up with Rethink You because I thought people need to rethink themselves. So I registered the name of the business. I shifted things to Rethink You and really went back at it actively. But again, I've always had these sort of two two tracks that I'm on. One is individual, one is leadership. And again, got hired on as I was doing a lot of training facilitation and then coaching with a group who hired me on. Um, I did significant amount of consulting with them and then I joined them for about two years. I got laid off during COVID. And the other company I've been part of for two, 25 years is the, the core technology I use in my coaching business. And I consulted with them for a couple of years too. But since 2020, COVID gave me permission to say, you know, everything's changed. It's time I lived my vision. And it's almost like I'm, I'm playing in the end zone of my life at this point, saying you've wasted enough time fulfilling everybody else's dreams. It's time for you to do this and do it the way you've always wanted. So that's the story, and I hope that wasn't too long, but that's the story of the life journey and how I got to rethink you. Well, first of all, I need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful to inhabit your dreams and to, to live out what you know is what you're here to be doing. I wrote down a couple of notes, if it's okay. I just want to highlight a couple of things. Is that all right with you? Sure, sure. You said you had two suicide attempts, right? Is that what it was too? And that the pastor said to you, you tried to take your life and God gave you one instead. That sounds like grace. Wow evidence of grace yeah. when you said that kim i could feel the emotion of that i could feel it as you were saying it what do you remember from that moment did when the pastor said that to you was that like a defibrillator moment on your life when yes. you heard that very much so i mean i was just changed and interestingly i had been in therapy and i'm not a um, I'm not saying that therapy is not a good thing, 
But in that situation, I felt like I wasn't really gaining ground. You know, therapy sometimes doesn't always help you forward, which is why I became a coach, not a therapist. And But when I left church that night and I went home, something in me shifted. You're right, it was my defibrillator moment. And I never went back to therapy. I said to my therapist, I'm good. I'm going to get on with my life. I know what I want to do, and I'm raising this child, and that's what I'm going to do. And that's what we did. And, you know, my daughter and I are extremely close. I mean, as I said, I subsequently got married when she was three and then divorced when she was 13 or 12. So most of the time I've raised her on my own, and we have the most incredible relationship. But, yeah, I look at her and I see grace. I'm reminded of grace because that's really what grace is, isn't it? You know, getting what we don't, well, mercy too, getting what we don't deserve. Right. No kidding. You went from a place of suicide, which is, I mean, as down and out as a person can be, not considering living anymore. I mean, that's just it, to the point right. of being so at the end of your rope that you can't even tie a knot and hang on anymore. You weren't even, regardless of your your daughter, regardless of life, you went from that to the power of a spoken word here, everybody. And of course, a word that is backed by heaven. You went from that place in need of therapy. I, I have this image like that hamster on a wheel, just trying to keep going to one statement, turning you around. So you went from like south to north, you know, yeah. this one statement bringing you from south to north. And we have this amazing transformation in you. And I just wanted to point us back to that and say that is absolutely a huge thing for everybody to grab a hold of. So, again, there's not anything wrong with therapists. There's not anything wrong with uh, doctors. We need them. A lot of people wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them, right? right? But understanding that there is a word in due season that can come through that just like that can change your life. And I wanted to point mm -hmm. bring that out. You also said that the third alternative, is that right? Is that what it was yes. called? Third alternative yes. came, came out of a really difficult time. It came out of a difficult time. So again, I'm, I'm looking at this, Kim, and I'm saying, okay, she was in this, this place. And then she came, heard that word that empowered her and brought her up to here. And now you're dealing with this difficult situation with work, right? And you have already had that mindset change. Like you've already had it change instead of, oh, what am I going to do? There, blah, 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 this is happening again. And I'm just so angry and frustrated. You go away to Mexico, was it? You were in Mexico? Right, right. in Puerto Vallarta. Uh-huh. You could have been like bar hopping, okay? No, just can you guys just follow me on this? Like boo-hoo, woe is me, right? But instead, you're coming up with the third alternative which ends up catapulting you out of devastation into, yes, a work environment, business environment where people are hiring you, thank goodness, and you have a job and you're gaining all this experience and then brings you to this place where you ended on that last question, where individual and leadership coaching of Rethink You. Yeah. That is a powerful story. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also, you know, what 
what my passion is. So thinking about purpose by design, Pamela, it's interesting that my very first business, when I did the third alternative, I was still in Los Angeles. My very first business was called DDP Consulting, and it stood for Divine Design and Purpose. So I think it's no coincidence that you and I are talking because it's purpose by, you know, purpose by design. I'm like, I'm back there again, because that's really the th the common thread of my passion. I feel that everybody is designed for a reason. But here's the interesting thing. And I think this is what's made, and I wouldn't say I'm different, but my unique, you know, they say, what's your unique value proposition? You know, what makes you different? I would say that my value proposition and my uniqueness is found in the fact that I've lived my life. I've been there. I know what it feels like to be in a place of hopelessness. I know, too, what it's like to be in a place of great success. I've walked many of these roads, and I also know the importance of people taking responsibility for themselves and that, that internal transformation, that renovation. And even when I work with corporate teams, I say this is an inside-out thing. It, it starts with each individual. I can't just come in and teach them more stuff. I need to make sure their hearts are in the right place. I need each person individually to go through this rethink process so that they can be at their best selves. And when I've got a team of people at their best selves, now we can do the good work that the organization needs you to do as leadership. That realization came later in life for me. It only came like maybe five, 10 years ago because it took me that long to wake up to the fact that it was no coincidence I had been in the career that I was. God was preparing me. And all the training as a, as a training facilitator, as a coach, as an instructional designer, I write all my own materials. I love to train, always have been. My father teases when I was still a kid. I used to teach my dolls. I thought I wanted to be a teacher, but then I realized I don't do kids. I left that chapter out. <laughs> And I thought, what was I thinking? Uh, but I ended up in the training room and it was no accident. And now I've learned how to take that and kind of put that together with what is my purpose. Because my individual mission statement is to help people be the best they can be at who God's created them to be. Mm -hmm. And So that is a universal mission statement that's driven me for chief 40 years now. And I will never give that up. Your mission never changes, just how you do it changes. And sometimes you've got to look back at the milestones, you know, just like they do in the Bible with the stones, you know, the 12 tribes of Israel. Every time God worked in their lives, they would erect stones or some kind of a monument. And I'm reminded that these markers, these milestones are such a critical part of your life, not just spiritually, but just in general. Mm -hmm. And Part of the rethink process, I actually help people go back and, and re sort of look at their entire life journey and say, where are the markers? Where are the, the high points? Where are the low points? And let's see this together in a way to take that detective work to uncover what it is that you should be doing. That is your passion that you've been trained to do. What's your purpose here on earth? But anyway, sorry, I went off on a rabbit trail. There. <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful. And so needed for people to hear that. And again, I loved what you said about, I, I'll use the term hindsight being 2020. Like yes. you were, when you were in it, 
you don't always understand all of why what's happening. But as you have evolved and arrived into the place where you're at now in life and helping all the people that you're that you're helping and doing all that you're doing, you just said, I can look back and I can see how it was all I was being led. There was a I was I was guided. Uh, God was directing me. And you can see all those milestones or the road signs, right? Like, okay, straight, 10 yes. more miles, turn right here. You know, you can see how it was all just being laid out for you. And I hope that all of you are catching that because sometimes we're going through stuff in life and we're like, what in the world? And understand that it is true that it will all be worked out for good. If you will just stay, I'm not saying it's all good that's happening but it will be worked out for good. Look at Kim's life from being a destitute for, to the point of suicide, um, raising a daughter in a time when it was, as she said, it was difficult. The events that led her to that situation in that place, also don't forget about what she shared, but now how everything just aligned and moved her into the place where that that mess or that test has become her testimony and how she's helping so many people. And that's what's going to happen with each and every one of you listening and watching today. You just have to grab hold of it and rethink it, which brings me to this next question. I'm going to look down for a minute so that I can mm -hmm. read it to you. I love this, what you wrote here, a powerful inside out journey of transformation to regroup, reframe, refocus to live an exponential life. Woo. Okay. When I read that, I literally did that the first time and I reread that and I thought about it and I reread it and I went, Oh, that is powerful. That means no matter where you're at on the, uh, in life, whether you feel like you're on the mountaintop or you feel like you're down in the valley, you can regroup, rethink, rethink. And I love exponential is like one of my favorite words, exponential growth, exponential, mm -hmm. whatever abundance that you can have and live that life. And so I asked you if you would expound on that. I know that gets into some of your, the programs and the businesses that you have. Mm -hmm. so, just jump in and, and share with us the power of this statement and what that all means in the life. Sure, sure Pamela, thank you. Yeah, the process, the Inside Out Transformation is actually a program. I used to do this as a weekend retreat, and it's now an online e-learning course, thanks to COVID. And people can access it pretty affordably. But it's a six to eight week journey of step by step by step going through these three phases. And it's based on how I re-engineered my own life and how I continue to re-engineer because you're never done. You're constantly a work in progress. So many of the tools and the techniques that you learn in the program are lifetime tools. You know, you walk away. You're not going to have to go through this process again. It'll be ongoing for you once you go through this. But the, let me explain the phases. So we start with regroup because to your point, sometimes we are so on the treadmill of life. We're so caught in the current stuff that we can't see. And the, I think the metaphor I often use is you need to pull off the highway. You know, if you're driving and you're in traffic, you can't think straight. So that's sort of a metaphor saying pull off the road, regroup, stop and as we've just said, part of that regroup process is looking at your life map, saying, where have I come from? 
what have I got? Where am I headed? Like it's reorienting yourself to your life. And until you do that, nothing else is going to work. And part of that is also, then we go into reframe. And reframe is looking at the internal narratives because we make up stories about ourselves over life and we store those stories and they become part of who we are. And we store them many times in our subconscious brains and they're known as these reactive triggers or incorrect belief systems. And we all know who the father of lies is. And you stay, uh, you stay trapped in your own mind. So reframe you reframe is the process of looking at the narratives, looking at those low points and, I do an envelope exercise and I jokingly said to a client last week, she's got one envelope that she's been holding on for way too long, but they go through three envelopes. And, and as you look at your life experience, you pull out what worked, what didn't work and what you're undecided about both relationships and experiences. And then they have the stuff that was really painful. The things that you want to let go is in a black envelope and the things you want to take forward is in a green envelope. So we do these exercises along the way in the program and it's a powerful program to help reframe mm -hmm. and once you've reframed and you've got the new narrative now you're ready to refocus now you can go and say right, what's the vision where am I going what's my action planning how do I move forward too many people jump into setting goals and action plans without doing the work of regroup and reframe so you take the old self into the new plan and you wonder why it backfired again. Well, you're still the same person. No, you haven't really reframed yourself yet. So that's how the journey goes together. And I'm correcting myself here because I'm sort of speaking on the fly that the envelope exercise is part of the six-month exponential coaching program. But it's all wrapped together. So the six-month coaching program gives you the You Inside Out program. It also takes you my, through my coaching tools and I work with people one-on-one -on -one, an hour a week for the first 12 weeks, walking them through this journey. Whereas the e-learning course is, you know, self-driven, it's online, you, you're pretty much on your own. But I take the e-learning and I marry it with the coaching technology and then one-on-one -on -one time with me. So that explains the two different products, but they are all explained on my website. So going back, it's regroup, reframe, refocus. and refocus then gets it gets you into understanding your vision and your goals and we go through resilience and handling setbacks because you will have them just because you're on track that means everything's going to be smooth but how do we make sure you get off the hamster wheel and that you're actually going somewhere and bringing all those tools together so we discuss relationships um, dealing with the world career I also have an add-on module called what if i do want a job because some people, not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. And if somebody wants to stay in their job, I have a module which is based on one of my books about how to succeed in your career. So let me stop talking. Again, a long answer to your question. <laughs> Great. And you can keep talking. We're all loving listening to you today. <laughs> so much there. You know, Kim, I know you're brilliant. And I know you have so much expertise and I know that you are so filled with compassion and love, but it never ceases to amaze me the gold nuggets that just drip from you, the wisdom that comes from you. Hearing you say these things, it takes a whole, in, in my opinion, everybody, it takes a whole idea 
of life coach and results coach and just kind of amps it up there. You know, and that's what a coach should be. Everybody is not somebody that's just going to take you by the hand and say, okay, they're there. But to bring you to a place where there is life and abundant life, right? And that's what Kim is talking about. And so one more time, she said, rethink. That's pull off the road. Stop before you get in trouble, right? Regroup. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Regroup. And then reframe, and that was dealing with that self-talk, that stinking thinking, right? And mm -hmm. and getting a new narrative. I like how you also brought in the fact, like, we know where that stinking thinking comes from. Yep. And you have the ability to take it, accept it, or reject it, right? right. And then you said, and that was the envelope, so I thought that was great. And then the refocus... And that was, how do I move forward? How do I take all of this that I've been learning about me now? And how do I move forward into the next, for me, the next, yes. right? Because our best it's life. Actually, yeah. I'm so sorry, Pamela. I didn't mean to speak of you. You didn't. Go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, as you said that, it triggered a thought when you said, you know, to take the next steps. I say, when people ask me who I like to coach, because I'm very picky. I only ever take on a handful of coaching clients at a time because I, it's such an investment of my time and emotional energy because I really pour into people. I like to work with successful individuals who've really had success in their lives that are committed to personal development. But the main thing I'll say is I help people figure out what's next in their life because I, don't, I never use the term success um, because success is different meaning for everybody and just because you've always done that doesn't mean to say you always want to keep doing the same thing so this is about completely rethinking yourself and remarkable things sometimes come out of this i had a client once who had been in the human resources career all her life but her true passion was to be an, a children's book author and that's exactly what she's been doing for the last few years and is passionate about it and very good at it and someone else who was a serial CFO, as she calls herself, was reinventing herself. She was at this life crossroads. And I simply would not allow her to go back to taking a CFO job because I had recognized there was something else in her. And sure enough, she's sort of giving birth to this whole new dream of being a real estate investor. And she's having so much fun. And she said, I would never have achieved this level of clarity had I not had you working with me. Because if you don't have a coach to help you, it's very easy to crawl back into the hamster wheel and say, well, that's where I was comfortable. True. That is so true. And somebody that has is your coach or mentor, whatever title you use, that you look up to and that knows a little bit more than you and it's okay, it's good to have somebody that knows a little bit more than you or can see an aspect of you that you don't see in yourself. And yes. that person is going to pull you, nudge you forward to into the best you that's yet to come. I Absol love that. Absolutely, oh yeah. So I like yeah. to think of myself, Pamela, as a thinking coach. You know, you mentioned types of coaches. So I said, I'm a thinking coach and a leadership strategist. That's kind of how I explain what I do, but I jokingly say I'm a people whisperer. I help, I'm able to get with people. And when I say people, I'm able to figure out what's really going on internally for them and then help them through that. 
Wow. The people whisperer. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned it in a podcast a few months ago and it's kind of stuck. I'm like, yeah, I think I like that. Um, yeah. Because I, I, I can do that. That's pretty much what I've been doing for 40 years. So <laughs> as long as there are people involved, I can help. And as another colleague said to me, he's a strategic executive consultant. He said, you fix broken leadership teams. You fix broken teams or unhealthy teams. I'm like, yep, that's what I do. <laughs> How needed is that right now? I mean, oh, so there's no team or no person that is beyond repair or no longer being broken. Exactly. No longer. Wow. Are you hearing this today, everybody? There is a there was a movie out and uh, I'm trying to remember I don't remember the name of it it'll come to me, but there's a a pastor and a mom and they're sitting on a a bench at a at a cemetery, and the mom is sitting there because her son died in um, was a fallen soldier, and uh, the pastor, you know, is sitting there with her and and, and anyways it's this has gone on for a while. And she makes a statement about how she hasn't really been maybe the nicest person for a while. And, 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 and true, true. She hadn't, she hadn't been. <laughs> and then the man next to her, the pastor looks at her and says, do not ever apologize for the parts of you that are broken. Oh my gosh. That's powerful. Oh, isn't it powerful? And of course, it's this big kind of healing moment for this woman um, as she comes to that revelation. Like, I don't have to try to pretend that I got it all together and, uh, you know, or anything like in that moment, her brokenness came to the front of yes. the, of everything. And she was able to lay it out and and then begin on a real path of healing. And so when you were saying that, oh, I got goosebumps. It's like, don't apologize for those broken pieces. You know, That's and, it. yes. Because people do have times of being broken and we, you know, we have places of pain and it's when, you know, pain only becomes shame when you shift what is a circumstance into an identity. Mm. So we have broken parts of ourselves. We are not broken. Yes. You know, you may be, you may have some setbacks and failures. You are not the failure. As Zig Ziglar says, failure is an event, not a person. He was alluding to the same thing. So when shame creeps in, it's when people label themselves, you know, oh, I'm stupid or, or I'm lazy. Or, I'm the, and people say these terrible things about themselves. And to your point, I'm, I just love that quote, is saying, how do we address the broken parts of you? But you in in of you, who you are, your personhood is perfection. All this other stuff is junk. So let's get rid of the junk and, and nurture the perfection. And in fact, um, two books come to mind. You know, the one I'm about to go into the proposaling process for is for a Christian audience and is actually called Practically Imperfect in Every Way. Mm -hmm. And it's a book about our imperfection and why we need the armor of God. But the other book that I'm writing right now is the Rethink You book, which I've been threatening to write for many years, and it's finally on, on the table. It's in progress. And th that book, I'm taking a metaphor of a landscape, and I'm calling it From Escape to Mescape. 
uh, rebuilding the landscape of your life. So because for a long time, actually on my business cards, I had printed way back when business cards were still a thing. It actually said, if you don't like the landscape of your life, maybe you need to rethink you. So I'm taking that landscape metaphor. But to your point that, you know, even in a landscape, we get weeds, we get flowers that don't produce, we get things. That, you've got to constantly be refreshing your landscape and, and weeding and, and enjoying the harvest. There's such richness in the landscape metaphor. Oh, there is. There is. And we have to always be learning how to re-navigate through those landscapes, right? Yes. And the landscape. Yes changes just like you get in the car i'm in minnesota you're in colorado Sp colorado springs is that correct right. uh -huh. so on the way for me if i'm going to get in the car and come and see you that landscape is going to change as i travel yes. just like that does in our life and and then we get to those certain places where we put up camp for a while i go visit kim and i'm going to see that landscape as long as i'm there and and then learning how to navigate in that and how to right. change it when needed, like to just, you know, I just, I think I'm going to see the mountains today. I'm going to get up and drive to where those are. And mm -hmm. I, you know, you're kind of like, you know, you're talking about digging into that whole idea of landscape. And, and I think people yeah. can identify that with that. Obviously we can, cause we're going on and on about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's interesting. You mentioned journey. The last thing I'll say about this is, um, I'm a, a person who does uses a lot of metaphors when I train. And uh, the, another example that's in the Inside Out program, the You Inside Out program, I call it the train of life. So when you go through life, you're, you're like a train. And as you just said, you go through and your station stops. So different chapters in life are station stops. But I point out that your train is special. It only takes passengers, not baggage. Passengers are the learning. Baggage is the emotion. So even that horrible boss that mistreated you 20 years ago that you're still angry with, the anger needs to get off the train because if you have too much baggage, there's no room for passengers. And the passenger is, I shouldn't work for people that don't respect me. That's the lesson. So take the lesson, put the passenger on the train, let that boss come along because he's there to teach you something, but don't carry the anger and the and the the guilt or whatever the emotion is attached to that event. It's another metaphor I use to help people reframe things. What freedom there is in that. Let yeah. the boss come along because he's here to teach you something. <laughs> <laughs> he's teaching you your boundaries. Your boundaries. Yes. And how to uh, have, I like this old statement, Kim, how to have a duck's back. You know, they just yes. go down and come up and just splash it off and keep swimming, right? Yes. And there are these lessons so that we can learn what a different mindset it is to say, okay, what am I supposed to be learning out of this? How can this uh, empower me, change me, strengthen me, inspire me? And then there's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is Very only going to make us so angry, right? So one is like pushing at us from the outside in, and the other, I see it growing us from the inside out. Amen. Yes. Wow. All on the train. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so everybody's hearing you talk and hearing your wisdom. What if they want to hear more about you? Now, I know you have a podcast. You've shared a yes. little bit about some of the other things that you have. Tell us about your podcast and tell us about anything else that you want us to know about you. Sure. 
Sure, yeah. Everything about me could be found at rethinku.com. And if you're a leader or an organization, you want to know about my corporate work, that's at kimlevings.com. That's my business training services company. That said, the podcast, I publish an episode every Wednesday, and Pamela's going to be my guest in a few weeks here. Yay. Podcast publishes on the YouTube channel, and the YouTube channel is Rethink You. And on your favorite podcast service, the podcast is called Rethink You. And that's the podcast. And as I said, the program online is at rethinkyou.com. It's called You Inside Out, a six-week journey of transformation. And then on there, too, is the six-month exponential living. That's the coaching program. And I just this week, uh, Pamela launched a new bundle deal. Um, I have become certified with David Emerald, the author of The Empowerment Dynamic and Three Vital Questions, Transforming Workplace Drama. And I'm actually taking the 3VQ e-learning course, which is fabulous, and I'm bundling it with the U inside out. So if people do both for the next 30 days, I'm offering it actually free, saying that if you pay for the U inside out, I'll give you the workplace drama course, which is normally 300 bucks. So that's a great offer. And if people want to buy the bundle, the, the code is mindset. 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 And you can get both for that price. The mindset so, bundle. Yeah, it's uh, you inside out plus the three VQ together. So I've got lots of programs on my website. I also do life mastery classes that are only 29 bucks. People can register and take them anytime. And I'm soon, probably by next month, I'll have a class out called From Me to We, which is for entrepreneurs to figure out how to make the shift from owner to CEO. How do you actually start taking on a team and, and working a team? So, And that's based on one of the books I wrote about corporate leadership of people. Amazing. Just a lot going on, but it's all at rethinkyou.com or kimlevings.com. Kim Levings, one-stop shop right there. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, you can get it all. And obviously on Facebook is Rethink You, on LinkedIn, Kim Levings or um, KL Business Training Services. But just look for me on LinkedIn under my name. You'll find everything there too. And we have all of that in the description for you as well, everybody. Great. Uh, you don't have to be thinking, oh, I, I didn't catch that. I got it. Well, you can replay it. I, go ahead, replay it. She has so much to say. You can listen again. But you can also, for that information, just read the description below. Um, Kim, I have one more question for you. Just yes. one. What does purpose by design mean to you? Oh, Pamela, it's so powerful, as I mentioned earlier. Purpose by design is Every single one of us was created for a reason. We're all part of humanity. And discovering your purpose and living it out with your passion is to step into everything that God created you to do. Mm. Wow. The step into everything. I love that. Step into everything. That's your whole life, everybody. That's your family. That's your faith. That's your your business it's, well, and, and beyond, your health. I mean, just think about that. Everything, to step into everything. Oh, Kim, that is so rich. Is there anything else that you would like to share before we close our show out today? Uh, no, that's absolutely wonderful. This has been a pleasure, Pamela. I feel like we could talk for hours because I know you and I share 
the same passion in many areas. So this has been a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I do wish everyone out there luck with their lives and know that everything is a choice. Yes. Your life, your choice. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh -huh. Well, thank you, Kim, for being here. It has been inspirational. It's been lots of wisdom, pearls, and gold nuggets dropping. I have a couple of pages of notes here that I was taking, and uh, I am going to check out your course. I mean, come on, there's a bundle package, y'all. We need to be looking into this. Take advantage of mm -hmm. it. You hear all this wisdom coming from her. I want to thank every one of you for being here today. Thank you so much for taking time to listen taking time to watch if you're on YouTube. And would you do Kim and I a huge favor? Would you like, comment, and share? Because messages like these need to go all around the world. And, you know, we're just one or two voices. But if all of us work together and share this, we can take these type of quality messages around the world and change the world. And does can I get a hand up or an amen? Does the world need change? Absolutely, it does. And you know what? The world will utilize you to bring change if you will just say yes. And this is one of the ways we can do it together. Like, comment, and share. Thank you for being here one more time to Kim. And thank you to everybody who is tuned in. Remember, you have a purpose by design, not by default. Continue to be the salt, and the light everywhere you go. We'll see you again real soon. Bye. Bye.